Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of the Just Ask Podcast. Today, we'll be doing a segment called Reasoning. Reasoning will just be a like a broad conversation about many topics with my specific guests. And today with me, I have... Acid. And we'll be just speaking. So, before we started the podcast, you had said that there are some things that you wanted to speak about. What are they? Yeah, let's speak. Um, well, you know, uh, you mentioned that you'd probably want us to like focus on mental health. So, you know, that's something that I definitely would want to touch on. Um, specifically with like personal, you know, personal life and personal relationships, friendships, as well as intimate relationships. Because you know that's something that it can affect, um, you know, your day-to-day friendships and your personal relationships. So that's something that I definitely wanted to get into. All right. So what is m- wha- how important is mental health to you? It's very important. I mean, it's funny because mental health is it's it's literally it's the backbone of our being, really. Um, you know, we're social beings, and you know, mental health is that the social, psychological well-being of an individual and mm-hmm. to be honest i don't think anybody is really <laughs> mentally <laughs> healthy so to speak we all have yeah. strokes you know we all have things that we're dealing with we all have things that are going on um some people handle things better than others yeah. but generally speaking it's something that it's it's a part of us every day and in every way i agree um i also like to tell people that when it comes to mental health it's not specific so you see like how when you're not like when you're not really healthy in real life like your body physically isn't healthy it could be a bunch of things but your doctor tell you say yo to how we see it this seems like the the thing that's affecting you the most so let's deal with this first oh definitely so your mind is a very complex thing so just understand that you might be dealing with many things and you just don't know but take it like step by step break down your mind and try and um push through whatever right. you're going through right so moving forward how do you cope with um any mental health issues that you might have like what do you think is the first thing you should do i mean uh it's funny you should ask that because sometimes i feel like i don't cope <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> like I do, sometimes I literally feel like it crushes, <laughs> like I'm cr- being crushed underneath it. Mm-hmm. But um, sometimes when I do, it's just like finding avenues or ways to, you know, just get through and get by. Um, things that you, you know, it's like making, s- starting simple and then, you know, getting to where you need to go um, by just, you know, getting up in the morning and spreading your bed. Well... I think anything can be a routine. So true. that's true. Um, you know, or you know, like you know, like meditation, um, physical exercise. Uh specifically for me, I do yoga. Um I listen to music, um, I watch shows, you know, I will watch a show even if I've watched it a thousand times, I'll watch it over. Some of them I I connotate it to a specific mood that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Also I have like over 
20 playlists on my phone they're each tailored based on genre and even mood mm. you know so sometimes that's something that i do as well um makeup even though it's something that i um have recently ventured in doing professionally mm-hmm. um you know as a little side hustle kind of thing it's also something that i definitely do that's like a coping mechanism of me you know to just you know create and express myself i'm a very creative person i'm um you know i'm a budding um actor mm-hmm. um, um, I do modeling and, you know, makeup. So it, it's how I express myself. And it's also something that I use to cope. You know, in acting, you take mm-hmm. on a role, you take on a personality, you take mm-hmm. on a character. Um, in modeling, it's something that you do as well in short bursts. So it's just it's just a way of coping for me. So when when I think about that, like when it comes to like creative people because you know, i might say actors but it's usually generally creative people right they're the people who like suffer the stereotype that they've suffered the most mentally so do you think that you'd fall under that category um i, I feel like yeah like because being creative is is like a, a a hard thing because you're forced to think outside of how you usually think at points it's true uh, but generally speaking, creative people generally always thinking outside, um, you know. And In a way, that's your job. <laughs> essentially. And it's funny because I, I feel like a lot of creative people that I know are actually those who are battling with mental health a lot. Yeah, I think. So it, it's, it's, it's a weird... It's a weird correlation that I've observed. I, I'm not looking at it as a cause and effect, but definitely a correlation between the two. Mm-hmm. I think... I think that's true because a lot of the like the 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 famous famous people I see that like either act really well or are musically gifted or artistically gifted on Instagram it just seems like they they're going through something and you know that's their outlet in life and going through it helps them like bring out the best artists in themselves it's true and they're able to use that as a way to reach other people who may relate because it's something that they're going through so it's something that they channel into their art Mm -hmm. and it's a way that they can express um what is going on how they're feeling and as a result you know it's a coping for them as well and it also helps other people to cope yeah and they said that pain and like pain and like dramatic experiences are the best teachers in life so i guess that's why when people are asked to like you know paint their feelings or sing how they feel right now it comes out so you know great because it's their way of doing as we said in the first with first part to express yourself in your way to get out anything that's been in your mind i mean sometimes yes but like sometimes at the same time it's not something that you want to do because you don't want to impose this on anybody else granted you you may look at it as a way that people can um understand you know getting your pain out expressing yourself and you know get others to relate but it's some even sometimes it bothers you to the point where you have a like a writer's block Mm 
yeah. or you know it, it impedes your creativity and you don't know what to do and then you know it just you, you're you're literally at a point where you're just blocked mm. and you're like at a standstill so it, it's 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 a very it's a very complicated place to be sometimes well that's true um well, for for me, you know that I do like photography and I mm-hmm. do this podcast and um, I'm on a spiritual journey right now as well. And so I spend a lot of time in my mind. So to think out loud, it takes like a deep dive into like everything. So right. like from relationships to my work life to school life, just just everything um it used to keep me stuck in my mind and that's why i feel like it's held back my creativity Mm -hmm. so like when people talk about how you have to express yourself right through your art Mm -hmm. i feel like in a way my mind made me do the opposite by not because i think i could be further in this podcast or in my photography if I were to express myself more. Right. But I feel like there's something holding me back and it was really me not taking the time to just yeah, as you say meditate or mm-hmm. find a routine to really get my mind flowing. Right. So I say being creative is a very much more difficult thing that a lot of pe- that than a lot of people think. It is, and even for me, cause like um, people see me and they're like, "Oh, I'm a very expressive person," and they're not wrong. They're really not wrong. It's just that with that comes also the drawback. So mm. because I'm very expressive, when I'm going through it, I implode. Yeah. And and it it's as equally um, heavy. So as much as I express when I implode, I implode as much and it, it it's detriment to me and my art process all the time. And it's 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 almost like digging myself out of a black hole. Mm-hmm. You know? So it, it, it really it really is harder than people think, you know, like writing a song. I mean, even music. Music is something that I want to get into and I've been I've had the idea that I want to do it for like almost two years now. I've been attempting to do an EP, five songs, and it's literally the hardest thing. I mean, I started the process, I almost finished mm-hmm. and because of um, you know, situations and, you know, relationship issues, you know, with friends as well as an intimate relationship at the time that didn't end well um it just didn't happen i scrapped that first project completely and then i said okay let me work from scratch i redirected my energy and then i said okay this is this is where i want to go and again it's like all right so you know and it's also with that we also have to trust our process Mm. and a lot of people don't know that our process it's it's difficult especially when you're you know you have your mentality and you know all the issues that come with it Mm. dealing with as well it's not a straight line and it takes a lot of time that a lot of people don't understand that like for music they're like oh why this artist don't put out an album believe me yeah it's it, it's a lot it's a lot of it's a lot it's a lot to to like process like just to imagine this person has a hundred songs and their album tell them that their album label tells them we just want seven we just want seven and you can only release seven i tell you to him or her all of those songs are like their children because it probably took them 
whether whether it's time or not, it probably took them a lot of introspection to write it. Right. So I tell people say you music the music being so current, right? Sometimes is what kills it because back in the day they used to think out exactly. everything that they were going to put out. They right. had producers that really cared about putting their names on stuff right because then you at the end of the day they wanted it to be as perfect as possible and perfection is something that can either kill you or it can enhance your ability to do something better so i can see where like the creative process of music can be so draining Mm -hmm. which is why i don't really you see like when people say yo oh that person just get paid to sing I say, you know, you know how much things that person get paid to do? Trust them, me. Them get to, they get paid to do something that anyone can do, which is right. But at still, they, pay, they get paid to do something that no one else can do, exactly. which is express themselves in a way that millions of people will love. Right. It's not, it's not as easy as you think. And a lot of a lot of um, artists, whether it is visual arts and, you know, music, whatever, they will tell you they have a lot of of unreleased things Mm -hmm. songs drawings paintings because you know because you know it was a feeling that they had and they expressed and then you know when they got a little bit they're like all right this is not where my headspace is anymore Mm. that's also one of the reasons why i scrapped the first project that i was working on because it that's that just was not the space i was in anymore it's not Mm. what i wanted to be a part of my process anymore yeah right and then aside from that i mean on my phone i have like over 40 songs that are that that you know i, d- I haven't finished writing mm-hmm. or or you know i've finished writing it and then but you know i'm just like all right cool this is something that i want to do you know let's just lay it out and then i'm just like it's not my headspace anymore it's not what i want and then you know and then you know i don't have a label pushing me to say yes man let's do it yeah. it will make sales you know and it's just it's just what it is i get you um sometimes you need a little motivation in to push you but i don't necessarily mean it as in like the label Mm. i mean i think that in moments certain things guide you to things but the fact that um even though you haven't gotten a chance to release anything as yet it's still on your mind it means that it's something you're telling you say it's important and you need to express that in a way i mean where music is concerned like for the last year it's something that i'm like okay you know maybe with everything that's happening maybe it's just not something to happen right now so i dedicated more time lately to getting recording experience because being able to sing is different from recording yeah you know so that's what i put my energy in and then now you know i'm a part of large projects where um you know i'm acting as well as i'm on production so that's where i'm putting my energy in because you know it 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 requires i wouldn't say it requires less of me it -hmm. requires a lot like one of the large projects i'm a part of i have a meeting almost every day every day there was one day i had three meetings back to back you know so and that's a part of the creative process as a lot of people don't see too the behind the scenes work trust me real details what you get as a finished product you don't know what went into it Mm -hmm. you know 
blood, sweat, tears, all the above. Um, so, you know, it's just something that I decided that, okay, I'm just going to trust my process and, you know, I'm just going to see what's going on and not really focus on it right now and just focus on my other things, that, you know, acting, modeling and makeup and whatever. Well, that that's true. And I especially like the point where you said that a lot of people don't know what goes on because, like, some people don't understand, say, like, a two-hour movie take, like, three, four months to shoot a two-hour movie. Listen, and maybe me. even that, maybe even that, a six, eight months if the movie is, like, very detailed or the direction of it is really serious. Mm-hmm. That Because that one moment, remember, a script has to be thought out in real life. Hey. So... <laughs> Even if it says that man kills girl, that director is now in charge to find out how he's going to, the camera is going to make it look, or the scene is going to make it look, or the emotion he wants out of the people, or all of those things. And I think that that's really serious, which is why I respect, like, actors, which is why I respect specifically, like, Johnny Depp for me. Like, I, I love the fact that, he can play like so many like wide variety type of people right. and no role has ever held him maybe maybe him being jack sparrow but mm-hmm. other than that i don't think a role has ever held him for like for example like will smith right. i think everyone will always think of him as a fresh breeze right for um but just for certain certain people even though they're big actors in that acting world certain roles just will always define them True. But i think the greater actors like um, Leonardo DiCaprio, like certain roles just don't like stick to them, even though they right. they play the role great exceptionally well. It just doesn't stick to them because mm-hmm. they don't need. They're such good people playing other people, right? That they're just known as these good actors. That's just all they're known as. For example, a good other example for that is Denzel Washington. I don't know what movie, I, what movie I've ever watched him in, and just said, you know, I always think of him as that person, right? But that's how I think of when I think of the creative process of like art and music and everything. I I think all of it is art, but I think that's another conversation. I think all of it is art because some people definitely want music as more art than painting and all of that. I think all of it is art. It's all in one. I mean, you, you, it's rare that you find a quote unquote jack of all trades. Yeah. Um, you know, cause a lot of people be like, oh, you know, you can sing, you do music. Oh, you're into acting. Oh, you model. Oh, you do makeup. So they're like, oh, you're a jack of all trades. I'm like, mm, I don't like that term. It's just how I channel my creativity, you know? Uh, to me, that's all art. That's why I like, I respect Chris Brown. Right. Cause he can, he can paint, he can sing, he can dance, he can act, he can do, but he, he doesn't seem like he tries to separate all of that you just that's it's a Chris melting Brown. pot of one yeah that's when you just see Chris me Brown. that's my brand everything yeah. in one right so like if if he was to put his name on a card he wouldn't just say um singer producer slash he would have just say ah, chris brown the artist right that's all he would say facts so i that's why i don't like when people like segregate things right because like i think that the singer has as much to do with the song as the producer so they're both artists to right. me. Right. That's why it doesn't really matter to me if you're the one singing the song or you're the one producing the song. Because right. to me, are the same thing. Like, exactly. I mean, no, not because the person can't sing the mean amount of artists. I mean, there's a lot that goes into producing. Yeah. No joke. It's really, it's really a complicated space. Like, 
to as i say people just need to think about it like this these people are producing stuff that they hope that millions of people will love right so that's not an easy thing it's not something you can just sit down and do a lot of people get catch by accident accident or as people say one hit wonders right i was but, just about to say that one hit wonder but at the same time the reason why they're one hit wonders is because it did not um matriculate into talent because that one hit should have given them a sound or a basis right. to build on mm-hmm. so to me most people that are one hit wonders they really just maybe they just didn't really love the music like that exactly because you found a niche you found somewhere to be true if you really wanted to you could always like push on with right. that niche it's probably just not gonna be as big as it was but that's why you respect people who have been singing for years been mm-hmm. painting for years been um respectable names in the you know society for years and that's why i don't like kill people for like you know like nowadays people say oh um, music lyrics are simpler than they were before. Yeah. The reason why I don't kill people for that is because if you if you think about it, music was once just beats. Right. So anything that they do or say is kind of irrelevant so long as it sounds good. Right. Now if you're a like a someone who is like methodical and like lyrics, I can understand but that just means those mu- that song is not for you. Exactly. I feel like every 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 art form has its place. Every song. Yeah. So it um some people you know with the simpler um lyrics okay it's it's a conversation for them but in song. Yeah. You know it's just a reasoning, not some deep something we have you thinking about you know the planets and and the universe yeah. and all in wonder. That's it's just for you to be like you know, I I rock with this person. Yeah. Mm. I I feel this and that's it. Just that to touch your core and that's it. That's why the circle of like, for example, American music and Jamaican music, I tell people that maybe the reason why a lot of people don't like American music out here is because of the same reason why a lot of people don't like Jamaican music out there because they don't understand the language. Right. So we're not in the streets in America living the life that they're living. So when they sing about the streets, it comes off as certain things that we just don't know. We just don't know about that life. Right, we can't relate to the jargon and the experience. Yeah, and they, their, their like style and way of saying things is like, is like at home for them. So like how, like a little baby and them people, how they sound is like how the people where they're from sound. Sound, exactly. So like in Jamaica, it's the same reason why they don't like Jamaican music. Right. Because they don't know power. They don't understand the music that we sing in our backyards and in the studios out here and all over the place. Right. They, they don't know about that life. Mm-hmm. So for push that kind of music up there, you have to kind of find a balance, which is why people like Shaggy and Sean Paul and right. those people um, relate so well to them because yeah. they're pushing... They're, they push Jamaica not only in the, the way that the tourist people know about us, right. but in a way that they can actually understand. Yeah, they get to their level and find the common ground between the two. Yeah, so they know about the beaches and the sunshine and the women, <laughs> so why wouldn't they sing about the beaches, the sunshine and the women? Exactly. So I feel like just those deep, the, the, just that deep thinking about like some 
as well something as complicated as music can help you to try and um get you to open up your reasoning skills and everything right so like that's why for example if me and you are talk and me and you have a disagreement about something mm-hmm. man i feel like the the first thing we should do is like blow up each other's ideas and then just try to fight each other's points i think it should be a place where i get a chance to rebut what you say mm-hmm. and then you get a chance to rebut what i say and i will find some common ground i mean i feel like you have you ever experienced that though i don't think i've ever experienced that it's always it's always where you know we just uh, explode at each other and nobody now listen out nobody nobody now hear nobody nobody now try to understand <laughs> um i have and that's that's how i know that either i can relate with you mm-hmm. or we can't de- literally right. if i can um if we if we reach an ag- uh, disagreements because as a psycho for people who don't know one of my biggest famous quotes is that disagreements tell me more about our relationships than agreements that is very true because so, like, i feel like in a disagreement they show who they really are under the yeah. surface you know you see like an angry man you know tell you exactly like it is like it, you you get more truth out of an angry man yeah man that angry people I'm going to tell you, I'm going to watch a show and it tell me the, the realest truth. I'm going to say it over and over every day. Three type of people in this world tell the truth. That's mad people, drunk people, and babies. <laughs> that, is the, <laughs> that is the realest truth you'll ever hear in life. Because children don't know better. Mad people don't want to know better. And drunk people are under the influence. So, if you if you meant it, most of those people are more likely to tell you how they really feel, True. no matter what. Right. So when you, the only one I can really control, because you can't control youth and you can't drunk people from it, let them <laughs> tell you what they want to feel. So when we have a disagreement, some people can't help but use rage to explain their disagreement. I will tell you. I'll be honest. I am one of those people. <laughs> I'm I'm terribly temporal. Um, but I get to that point most times when I feel like I. I have to defend myself because I'm not being understood and you're not trying to understand me. True. But the problem is that I am a, sh- a short fuse. It doesn't, I, it doesn't take long for me to get upset, but it burns long. Like when I am angry, my anger will run and keep running. And all when everybody else quell, I'm still upset because I'm just like, how, why did we have to get here in the first place? I feel like if you try to understand, if you, you know, if you listened, you know, if we could have, you know, like talk it out, we wouldn't get here. But granted, um, like if we try to talk it out and I feel like I'm not being heard, trigger my anger, mm. you know, that kind of stuff. And then aside from that, um, people like to, in my experiences, they like to use how I am against me. So like, oh, you're overreacting because I react a lot. You're overthinking because I do overthink and I fixate on things because, well, you know, I've been clinically diagnosed since like I'm young. Um, I don't remember exactly when, probably like like early high school with ADHD. Mm. So because of that, I fixate and I fixate on the wrong things nine out of ten times. One of those things is like um, to try and fix 
a problem that I feel like I started too. And then they look at this and they misinterpret my efforts and it's like, it's always a cascade and it just keep going. It's like a snowball rolling down and it just getting bigger, bigger, bigger. And all I'm trying to do is just de-escalate it. But yeah. then you are do something else or something and then I'm like, oh, but you're not listening. Like, oh my God. And then it's like I feed into it and it just keep going. <laughs> I mean, and I think like you going through that is... It, you knowing how you go through that is important because I think that as we were speaking about before mental health is something that is not really expressed well when we're younger especially right. when we between the, like grade 4 to like 3rd form yeah. I think there should be a, a wholeness on the education system to help us know about someone who goes through ADHD um, someone who has like serious anxiety issues oh i have that too i actually have panic disorder yeah i will have anxiety attacks like in in succession and we don't there's no known trigger it just happens and when one happen mm -hmm. no say there might be three or four coming after that it, like it just keep firing <laughs> but but as i said i think you're better off because you know you get me there's True. some people who sit and the night you get me like they 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 have like serious anxiety and no one has ever helped them with it. So right. for them, they think that yo know, maybe something just wrong with them. I mean, I always got the help. You know, um, at a tender age, I was always in therapy because my parents are divorced, mm -hmm. and you know they felt the need that okay, our daughter needs to, you know, she needs help through these processes. So I've always done therapy my whole life. You well, know? I'm pro therapy, even though I've never. Even though I've never been through therapy. Everybody. Um, I feel everybody I think should I'm do therapy. I pro therapy. Like you got to, you got to at least sit down with someone who you trust, obviously. And like just let it out. More just so not necessarily someone that you trust, but someone who is professional. Yeah. Right? Um, but someone you trust is a start. And more so somebody who will, um, they are not a yes man. Yeah. You know? Um, one of my best friends he's not a yes man. Mm -hmm. Like I, t I can talk to him over anything and he will drape me up and say, really, I said, really? Yeah. And you know, I appreciate that. Even if me convince him right and because of his objectivity, I'm able to look at it and say, you know what? I will consider what you think. And I actually do. Like he's actually helped me. I call him um, one of my true norths mm -hmm. because he helps me to think clearly. It's, you know, I, um, there's a term that we both use, spiraling. Mm -hmm. So he helps me to like calm down and de-escalate and think things through clearly because sometimes when I, you know, I fixate or like when I'm really upset about something, I can't think clearly. Mm -hmm. I just, see, you know, you think through anger. A lot of people don't notice that you think through your emotions a lot. So yeah. when you're depressed, you think through it. When you're angry, you think through it. When you're happy, you think through it. And sometimes you don't see things as clear as you should. So, you know, he helps me to sort through that and to critically think and whatever. So yes, somebody that you trust, but also professional mm -hmm. is more important because there are there are things that you just won't understand how to handle. And somebody you trust also probably won't know how to handle. Yeah, and they've been trained. They too. won't know to be like, oh, this is you know, like if you're a bipolar and you're having bipolar tendencies, they'll mm -hmm. be like, you know, if you're um it's being triggered. Mm -hmm. I, you know necessarily i'm able to look at behaviors and tell no man this look like a bipolar behavior mm -hmm. you know because i've been through therapy uh you know i have adhd i was diagnosed mm -hmm. and aside from that um you know i did a minor in criminology so i learned i learned these things and i know 
I know what the cues are. Granted, I'm not trained in psychology, so I mm. wouldn't I wouldn't say my word is you know Definitive, gospel, yeah. you know. But I'm able to pick up on these things not everybody can. That's why I say professional is more important. But yeah, definitely somebody that you trust. I mean, I I get you. Um, it usually has to be someone that y- you know will actually give you an honest, clear opinion. Right. So that's why when I say like someone that I trust, I always say that the difference between a friend and like a true friend to mm-hmm. me is someone you like you genuinely could have say, yo, I trust that person. Here. Right. So like if if I can't reason with you on that level there and you give me like honest, clear review, mm-hmm. like I want to be able to tell you, say, yo, um, you know, my girlfriend giving me a bun. Am I, am I right to give her back bun? You I don't want you just tell me, say, you yo. Would I give bun for bun? No, I mean, I'm, I'm I just give, leave. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I want you to give me, like, something honest. Like, me, I say, does, does you giving her back bun help you? No. You understand? Like, <laughs> but I mean, that's the type of conversation I want to have. I don't right. want it to just be a, oh, yeah, man, give her bone because she give her bone. And, and that's what I mean, but yes, yes, man. Yeah, man, I can't, I can't do that. Like me, once I hear that type of bravado, like me and you, man just know, say, oh, certain and certain things, I can't speak to boy you. Right. I might still respect you as a friend. I might respect you on a level, but certain and certain things, you know, it's just not for you. Right. You can tell so the friendship not really the desolate. Cause mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're just spilling things that might cause a trickle down effect. Cause maybe you giving bun is okay for you, but for for me, maybe it causes me some sort of emotional grief. Right. And you should know that being my friend. Exactly. You should know, say, oh, certain, let me tell people, certain and certain people are not supposed to live certain and certain life. <laughs> and if you know your friend. Yeah. You're supposed to can't tell them, say, yo, yo, that's not for you. That's not for you. That's not for you. Right. So I say, it's like a, it's just like a growing thing. Mm-hmm. So with, with that, you can say that you are just as responsible for their mental health. Right. As they are responsible for yours. Yes. So that's the, that's the barrier that you're breaking when you say oh that person is your friend true but i mean everybody see that those things differently i mean i think someone once told me that um i am okay i want to paraphrase them the best way i can they said that i have way too many friends (laughs) and i tell them say the reason why I can manage having a lot of friends okay categorize them is because no it's because I I handle everyone differently. Right. And I do not think about it like that. That's why that's why <laughs> I can manage it. I mean Meaning, I I never think that I have too I many see. friends. You, you know, there's a lot of people that think I have a lot of friends and I have a lot of acquaintances. Like a lot of people are, hi, how you doing? Yeah, man, I but know a lot of people, but a lot of friends is a strong, negatory. It's a strong no. thing. Mm-mm. Um, mm-mm. like I'm friend, like friend. No, I still think I have a, I, I still think I have a ton of friends, right? But I think it's on a level, and I know, I know. Say yo, I, 
I would not um, disrespect certain uncertain people for certain people. I mean, like, how I do it is like a tier. You know? I, and I don't think anything is wrong with that, you know. Tier level. I said, to me, you have your acquaintances, your friends, your real friends, your best friends, and then family. Facts. But, and family don't mean blood. Family oh. mean family just means say yo this person is right there exactly like, like no turning back there's no turning back and if you disrespect me we'll have, have a real conversation address and it where, and point yeah but we're going we're going to work from it yeah because i said i just feel like there's some people it's not about even time or anything it's just that the bond that you have with the person that that you know that you can address that issue and it can get better. And everybody can do that with right, some like, issues. That's just it. That's but it. those, they're like, I see them as like my soulmates. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. because I, I don't see soulmates as just like intimate people. And, you know, intimacy in itself is on tear for me too. I don't know. I guess I'm a weird Pringle. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, like soulmates um like even one of my friends you know he's been my friend from like first year and i say it all the time yo like you're my soulmate like we understand each other we're very we have a lot of i like like sometimes i'm not even sometimes i'm not even have to say words me just message him and say yo and him say lord what no and i'm just like you wouldn't believe and you know and it's like i can offload and he can offload on me too and it's just like that connection where we just understand each other and we're there for each other through a lot i mean we've seen each other through a lot but soulmates that's what it is for me i agree and yeah. i have i have like I tell people the tears between like being like when I s- it's like how people hear me say best friend and family. Mm-hmm. I said there there is a tear between the two. Right. Like you have to like I have to like see or like what some people see a best friend as mm-hmm. before I can like graduate into family. So you see like Roshane, like Adam, like my friend Tiffany, Ashley, those people understand me. Right. So I try my best to understand them for who they are and I hope that it will always be like that. I feel you. Because I don't, for those people, it's never about like anger or love or anything like that. I just feel like we reach a point where we just really want to always be on an understanding. Right. That's what I'm going to say. When Jamaicans say, yo, um, we have an understanding. Me take that alcohol differently. Mm-hmm. If we have an understanding, it just means that we're always trying to have said understanding. Right. So, you know, it's not no anger. Like, if you say something bad to me, I'm going to take it away. Mm-hmm. Me, 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 if it's a regular person, I'll probably tell you, say, yo, man, I try, me, me not really understand how, yeah, try, disrespect me like that. Mm-hmm. But if it's one of them, I probably either don't take it as disrespect or I just say, Yo, what you say kind of sound little spotty, you know? Sketch. Explain yourself. <laughs> Explain yourself. And I think that that's how you can know, say. Yeah. That person, they're on that level there. Right. Like, on a side note, some people like for for taking people, for like, acceptually this them. Yeah. And they're not on that level. Fact. I mean, say, all your real friend them supposed to can really say certain things, you know? Right. And, um... It's up to you for pick that, that pick and choose your friend name wisely. Yeah. Some people are joke, but some people not joke. <laughs> yeah. Hey, a lot of people like to these days them guys disrespect 
Yeah, man. Joke and I'm just like, nah, that's not funny. No, I'm not in that. Pack up with that because that's not cool. Like the girl, you know, like when some people say it's a girl mentality for sus, like it's just a mentality you now. Like it's just a mentality you now. Because men, mm-hmm. men sus more than girls these days. I'm to coming me. to learn that and it's very unfortunate because so, I really thought that chatting was a woman thing. No, so. Why? <laughs> also, like you, you, you get into a like a like a mingle with people, and it's to chat other people. And <laughs> what? And to be honest, yes, sometimes it's important to speak about friends because the memory of your friend can also bring up something that you probably just never realized. So like you never realize you're not talk to Mark in a while because right. we talk about Mark. Right. But it, it reach a point where yo what 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 insult or we're looking to insult better must say that we're looking to insult mm-hmm. or the when it when it becomes more than just jokes that's when you step out of the conversation if it's not just jokes you know we don't want to be a part of that because i mean i feel like in situations like those i'm a, I'm a third party a lot not to say that i entertain it but i'm just listening because i'm just like it will not be said as it said Listen, me somebody <laughs> where you're supposed well, like, but like if me like in the streets, I'm gonna hear something about my friend. I'm gonna step in and say, um, I'm gonna know, I'm gonna know, I'm gonna have, but I'm gonna like that. Stop no, that. If me or somebody, if me are this here in public, more and either it come off as a this mm-hmm. or when they really mean for this, more you quote me, more you quote me because right. that's the only way I can explain myself. <laughs> And if me did really at this year, I tell you some really did at this year still. I'm not like you. Right. Because I just don't believe in the fitness. You see me? Like, yeah, I don't believe in the fitness. Like, either. if I don't rate you, I don't rate me. Why, why, why are we doing this? Facts. Why are we doing this? Waste but, of time. But I get that sometimes it's like professionally, you know, something you have to do professionally. Right. But me deal with that as it comes. Mm-hmm. But if I really don't need to deal with you, and... That's what the that's what the relationship there. I just not feel like some half a fake it. Like you're supposed to know. I try to make you know seminary too. I mean, I've been in situations like that because as big as the creative world look, it's actually very small. Yeah, though, Jamaica it, is very small. I, trust me. <laughs> so everybody know everybody. Everybody been with everybody. Everybody been having sex with everybody is the most really ridiculous thing. But you know, um, with that, um, you know, be cordial and coy and do your thing and whatever. But outside of that, I'm not really in a nothing. I'm the type for making no sense. I'm not really in a nothing with you still, but be- because of this, instead of this, sure. But that that is where it is and where it will stay. This. Yo, I feel like we touch upon all the part of this. <laughs> and we've been, all over, we've been all over the place, but I guess that would be the point of these sessions. Like, we, we reason and we just express ourselves for how it comes. Right. But for right now, that's where I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna just start ask you some very specific questions. I call them. Alright. I call them quick hitters. Alright. So, if you could have a dinner conversation with four people, dead or alive, who would they be? Dinner conversation with four people, dead or alive. Number one, Amy Winehouse. You know. I love her to death. She's tatted on my arm. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Four other people. Oh, God. Why this so hard? <laughs> I mean, really. Yeah, man. It can be four. Them could be dead or alive. Dead or alive. 
Dead are alive. Why is it so hard for me? <laughs> Amy Winehouse for sure. Um uh, boy, this rough. Let us leave it at that. Well you have one. Next time we'll have the conversation, you can give me the other three. No no, not come blank. <laughs> like for me, you it would probably be um Shannon Sharp because I'm a big fo- football fan. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be Zinedine Zidane because he's the reason why I start watching like soccer, like soccer itself. Those two will be my sports people, mm-hmm. and then it would be um, Warren Buffett because I'm a big fan of like investments and how he does his thing and how he lived his life when it's come up. Right. And it would probably be Napoleon Hill because like he writes a lot of books that motivate me. So yeah, it would have been those four people. And as I said, the more and more you think about it, the more the, equi- the people would change. That's why I love the question. One question I would I love to ask people, and it will help you because you, as you said, when you're little, your parents, you know, went through a divorce and stuff. Mm-hmm. I said, if you could speak to five, six-year-old you right now, what would you say to them? What would you tell them about your life now? Um, I would tell them, five, six-year-old me, I would tell them, don't worry, the situation between your parents don't get better. (laughs) 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 It don't get better. If anything, them dragging and them messed probably until you would die. Um, (laughs) I tell them, I love my parents to death, especially my father, honestly. But I tell them, man, them handful, God, um, I would tell her that some of the things that you're gonna make a big deal about in life don't because it's it's that's not where the noise is. Mm-hmm. That's not where it should be. Um like I would tell her pause and take some time to just be. Stand still. I'm always on the go, yeah. you know? Just pause and stand still and just be. Um focus um maybe not pursue your passion in science Mm -hmm. as much as you love science it's not really (laughs) it's it's a passion of yours but it's not your true passion the arts is where it is and you should you should do that focus on that and um just stay beautiful Uh, and don't hide yourself that's that's a good message for yourself yeah um Two songs that speak to you. Just two songs. Two random songs. Two random songs. Um, Young and Beautiful by Lana Del Rey. I play that almost every night. And mm-hmm. Rain from Suicide Squad, the new one. There. The the new movie. The soundtrack, yeah, man. Okay. Rain by I don't remember who the male artist is, but I think it's Jesse. Jesse is one of the female. Jesse Rise. Am I pronouncing her name right? Rain. No, no, no. <laughs> no but idea. Rain. That song that it bad. But young and beautiful and rain. Right um, now. One message you wish could everyone could hear. It's not worth it. What's whatever worth it is. <laughs> whatever it is, it not worth it. It not worth it. <laughs> That's uh, the first thing that come to mind. <laughs> uh, um 
a guest on the show who would you like to hear speak speak their mind uh, um well well everybody has already heard her story so i wouldn't i wouldn't say her oh, i guess on the show oh my god i don't know wow uh, no 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 everybody yeah. will come to mind everybody hear them story already well it can't be anybody even in them story already all right lyric rochester Mm-hmm. I love her to death. Mm-hmm. I mean, she don't know me, but I know her. But like, mm-hmm. honestly, I love her story and I love I love her drive and um, she's very real and I like that. She mm-hmm. not hide nothing. If she a ball, she go pan her life and she make you know say yo my ball. You know, sometimes she takes some time to herself, which is necessary because you know she's a public figure, um, mm-hmm. influencer. But like, I like how real she is. She make you to show you what life is. A lot of these um, influencers, I don't think they show you what life really is. You know, they they show you the glitz, the glam. Oh, you know, I did my hair to go out today and whatever. Oh, you know, um, we're having a conversation about this, and it's always candid. Mm-hmm. But she raw. I'ma love it. No, I respect that. Yeah, but. I said it it it's important to just like have these conversations with many different people right and just like just hear them out because you never know if you're gonna like find and maybe like an issue they have in their head right that they didn't know to express until you said it right and i um i believe in coincidences like my friend i don't believe in coincidences like no my friend called them God in senses. Everything of a reason. Yeah, yeah that's what she called it. We just don't know what it is. Coincidence leaves room for that not being the possibility. In a way, as I said, I believe in coincidences, but not in the definition of the word. All right, right. So, I like, guess. you know, like how people say, a coincidence is something that happened, but, you know, it's just, it just happened. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that that's how the word should be defined. Okay. Everything... Everything has for a reason, for for sure. Right. But sometimes, just you thinking that it just happened for a reason is not enough. Just take it as a sign. Take it as a sign that you even thought about it in the way you thought about it. Mm-hmm. For, for example, say I trip, and while I trip, I thought about um, the last time I was at UE, for example. <laughs> and then that UE conversation led me to start thinking about my masters. I mean, like, I do believe in signs and wonders, and I also believe in the universe talking. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, I grew up, you know, being a Christian. Um, I know there's a supreme being, um, you know, and a higher power. I call him God, but, you know, more like I'm, I find myself more you know, like energies and that kind of stuff. So it's a very weird place for me. But yeah, they, yeah, man, definitely. I believe in signs. Yeah, man. As I said, episode that's that's for me. That's episode one where I tell everybody yeah. that I, uh, I right. am um, going through a spiritual journey, and that depends on everything. But that's all the time we have today. I don't <laughs> want this episode to be too long. Okay. So thank you for all for all you listeners out there. I really appreciate everyone that is tuning in and trying to aid in the conversation in any way they can. And for now, I just like to say, you know, bless up and there'll be many more conversations to be had. So thank you, Asit. Right. Thank you for having me. And it was great.